Hello, and welcome to the Running Centre podcast. We are very excited to bring you a three-part series, today's episode being the first of the three. In this series, we speak to Zoe Dunn about her perspectives in primary school, high school, and as a current university student. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rennick Centre podcast. My name's Trudy Smith, and I'm the manager of Continuing Professional Education, and I am the host today, and I'm so delighted to be joined by Zoe Dunn for our first podcast today. Zoe, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, my name's Zoe, as you just said. Um, I'm 19 years old, and I'm, I'm currently a student. I'm doing science at Sydney University. Fantastic. We're excited to talk to you. And to, for this session, we're going to talk about your primary school experience, Zoe. So can you tell us about what experiences at primary school were great for you, as, particularly as someone with a hearing loss? Were there things that were really great for you? Oh, well, I'd say overall my primary school experience was great. I love my teachers. I love learning new things. And yeah, I, I really enjoy primary school in particular. I enjoy the, um, the science competitions, which is Oh, I had to say now quite obviously, but um, yeah. Were there things that were more challenging at primary school for you? Yeah, definitely. I'd say um, friendships were hard in the early years, and um, I had great friends, but then they they never seemed to stick around, oh. which is fine. They got other friends, and I got other friends, so it all worked sure. out. But um, I'd also say just there were challenges with my disabilities because I have cerebral palsy as well mm-hmm. so that made things harder in terms of writing mm-hmm. like I had to learn how to speak to someone else to write rather than everyone else okay so, so you had someone who did the writing for you yeah I had school. a scribe mm-hmm. and so I, I required support with the teacher's aide coming in and writing for me which was fine it just meant that I couldn't I still had access to being able to write things down, despite me not being able to write myself. And I also used a computer to type. Okay. So, that, so that's what I'm focused on, learning how to type yep. rather sure. than lines. I imagine though, Zoe, having a teacher aide next to you for everything writing meant that you couldn't gossip with your friends during class or it made you have to sort of be a bit better behaved than everybody else? Definitely, definitely. I think that's one of the reasons I social, like socially I kind of struggle because I had a teacher aide next to me or, you know, I was always... You know, so I didn't get the same exposure yeah. to um, children my age. Mm-hmm. I'm more interactive with the adults. Yep. So as a result, I was kind of, I was more prone to talk to the parents at, at the social <laughs> gathering rather than the kids. Yeah, sure. That would have been tricky, I imagine. Oh, no, I enjoy talking to the parents. They were interesting. Because you're such a smart lady. Is there a way that they could have made it easier for you with that support, with that teacher aid? Do you think that they could have managed that better for you? Um, I think so. The teacher's aide mm-hmm. sat next to me while I was writing stuff, but then they sort of stayed there, mm-hmm. which then meant that I couldn't talk to people my own age. Yeah. What could have been better is they could have probably had the teachers aide step back yeah. or help another child or, you know, help the teacher with something. Yeah. When, when, when I wasn't necessarily needing the support. Sure. Yeah. So being more strategic about how yeah. they, they, they worked with you yeah. as well. I know the Perkins School for the Blind has this, this document called the 19 Ways to Step Back for Teacher Aids. <laughs> so maybe that's something we need to share with the hearing yeah, um, yeah. group as well. Yeah. 
as well. So, Zoe, we talked a little bit earlier about um, you had itinerant teacher support yeah. as well. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? What were the, the things that they did to support you? Well, mostly from my memory, because kindergarten's a bit hazy. <laughs> I think it's hazy for everybody. <laughs> but um, they, they mostly took me out of the classroom and made sure that my learning, I was, I was on par with everyone else, you know, that I was meeting the milestones in terms of my education. And if I wasn't, then they would work with me on that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I, didn't, I, I was really struggling with reading. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I was, I was like really far behind everyone else yeah. which I find ironic because I like reading now yeah so. that's amazing isn't it you just came to it late yeah that I think the support I had really helped me okay. the afternoon support yeah so done. so how did they help you with that reading were there particular strategies that they gave you that helped I think so they um you know we would read the same books over and over again yeah. and you know just make sure that I was exposed to how words fit together and how you know what letter meant what and mm, the phonics and yeah, yeah. definitely and um, you know just I think it, I think it was harder for me because I couldn't hear what the teacher yes. was reading so, so I think that one-on-one support with that really helped so I know part of the role of an itinerant teacher is to support you yeah. and it's to support the mainstream teacher so what kinds of advice were you hoping that they were sharing with mainstream teachers to support you? I think they were really helpful in supporting the teacher because obviously teachers, it's scary having a student that's not fitting the mould of a normal student and you want you want to make sure that that kid has the best potential for their education. So I think it's really helpful. So what my afternoon teachers would tell the teachers is to make sure they warm AFM. Mm-hmm. Because I used an FM device to yep. hear the teacher more clearly. Yep. I love that you want to wear an FM, Zoe, because so many students don't like them. So I love that you're talking about that. <laughs> I, I, I found it immensely helpful because without it, I could not hear at all what the teacher was saying. Sure. And it meant that I missed out and I didn't want to miss out. So, yeah. Um, they also told the teacher to face me if they wanted to say something or, you know, try and not face the ball when... Mm-hmm teaching and they would also ensure that the teacher if there was a video playing that they would put on subtitles yes because that is that, that's always been a struggle yeah subtitling particularly now that you're such a great reader that would be such a support for you definitely and um yeah and also they would tell the teacher to um reiterate what other students had said in class conversations because i would always struggle with hearing what other students would say since the teacher was wearing the FM. So that was really helpful that they would then repeat, incorporate what the student had said into their response. Yeah. So did you want the teachers to repeat it word for word or you were happy for just a shortened version of the message? If it was like, if it had the gist of what they were saying. Sure. Yeah. Would it have been more helpful for the teacher to pass the FM mic around to each student? I, I I found that students like I, I I have done that in the past, mm-hmm. but the students would always hold it at odd angles or yeah. put it right up to their mouth or you know just not use it correctly, and then it would take a long time for it to pass around. It's just yeah. so it was just quicker to have yeah. the teacher repeat the yeah, phrases. Definitely. And did you find that teachers were happy to do that for you? Most of the time, yeah. Some some teachers forgot, which is fine. They're busy, you know, stressed with their. Yeah, it's, 
teaching job, so yeah. But but most of the time they did, and if they didn't, I would just try and just try and listen more to what the students were saying themselves. Yeah, sure. So as you got to the end of your primary school career, you you made stronger friendships. Yeah, I did. I I made I made two really great friends, and I was really happy. Like it really helped because I had. One of my great friends, she was actually in my year five class with me. So it meant that if I didn't hear something, I could just turn to her and say, what does the teacher say? Uh-huh. And that's, that was really helpful. So helpful. Yeah. 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 So you almost like it was, she was on your side. Yeah. So she was there to support you. Yeah. And she never minded doing that. She was just a really great friend. No, and I, I really liked her because she, um, she never saw my disability as a barrier to our friendship. She like she would often say like if I asked her to do something she go oh sorry can't you do it yourself <laughs> and I really liked that attitude Absolutely. that really helped me you were just just someone like her yeah yeah and that's that's exactly what you want from a friend yeah. well I'm so delighted that that end of your primary school finished so smoothly Zoe but and thank you so much for sharing that I think that's really powerful for teachers to hear what they can do to help you so thank you so much for your time today oh no problem thank you. A huge thank you to Zoe for speaking with us. If you have any questions for Zoe, please feel free to contact us via the Short Courses website or the RIDBC Renwick Centre Facebook page.